Yo, if Julian on the round note, not quite firing on all cylinders, and a review of June, uh, one of the most important films of the year. Ironically, I saw the trailer a year ago watching Tenet, which is something that's going to come back to haunt this movie. Uh, and I remember saying at the time how much better than Tenet it was, the trailer alone. How I was wrong. I don't think I'm going to make friends with this one. Um, Denis Villeneuve, Denis Villeneuve. I grew up saying Denis, Denis, Denis Villeneuve, um, but it's Denis, obviously. French-Canadian guy, one of my favourite directors. Uh, I didn't see his early films, but I did see Incendies, which I thought was a, a terrific film um, set in the Middle East, and I thought it just over-egged everything at the end. Um, it just asked you to... It just... It just jumped the shark a bit at the end but still amazing film prisoners was so um overlooked incredible stuff there from um hugh jackman and um was that gyllenhaal as well was that jake gyllenhaal i think it was uh but that was a really good film but sicario and enemy was where i really decided he was one of the world's best enemy complete art house film with jake gyllenhaal um a very difficult art house film but one that i got an awful, awful lot out of and Sicario, one of the best films of its kind, about the uh, Mexican border drug cartels and everything like that. That was an incredible film. Arrival, I didn't rate as much as people did. I don't think everyone said it was, you know, a terrific science fiction film, but I felt like it was really. Uh, I felt the central premise, which most people even missed, was actually brilliant, and the whole alien and political global politics of it was really quite cringe inducing but he really nailed Blade Runner 2049 and that was another reboot of a film made in the 1980s which has become part of science fiction canon and he uh, seemed the best choice in the world for June um, which is Frank Herbert's 1965 novel that's gone on to span about 20 different books and is the apparently the biggest selling science fiction novel of all time and basically the Lord of the Rings of science fiction. And famously, uh, first, the incredible art house filmmaker Alejandro Jodorowsky tried valiantly to make the film in the 1970s and failed so interestingly that they made a brilliant documentary called Jodorowsky's Dune. Um, and so interesting that the art in it for the, um, the design of uh, a lot of the um, stuff in it was by H.R. Geiger. And when it wasn't used, it was used by Ridley Scott in the film Aliens or Alien. Uh, so if you wonder where that incredible design that H.R. Geiger did, it was actually meant for this great lost film. And even more famously, David Lynch followed, I think, The Elephant Man with um, his biggest probable stumble as a filmmaker, with um, his version of Dune, and it became known as the unfilmable novel. It was too complex and too long to fit into a film. Never really, I've never bought that. I've never, it's grand in scope, but have you seen a Star Wars film? It, it is completely doable. Now, this time around, we've got a director at the top of his game who's just directed um, one of the hardest reboots in history and it was a sci-fi classic from the 80s in Blade Runner and he did an amazing job he nailed it he did the impossible which was to add to the original without detracting from it and create a worthy standalone film 
Um, it has its detractors, but I think you're asking for a bit much if you want something better than that film. Visually spectacular, created a whole universe that was visually and sonically amazing. Um, and he's, he's, he's shooing for this film. It came out, it's got absolutely great reviews, really high scores on Metacritic and on um, Rotten Tomatoes in the 80s. So I thought I was onto an absolute wicket here. It was a slam dunk. It is a story about um, a galactic empire in the future where there's a planet uh, which has a very valuable commodity called in this film and in the other spice, which is um, has medicinal properties but also is essential for star travel. So this is basically the most valuable planet in the in the universe, and it was controlled by one group. And these different groups are called houses and over the top of the houses, which are different sort of planets or different regional power structures, is the emperor of everything. The emperor chucks out the old owners of this planet who were rent seekers on their planet while the local population were sort of fighting a, a de facto long term guerrilla war against them and put in the new one led by Oscar Isaac. This this technicalities uh, make the uh, opening of this film incredibly complicated and difficult to follow, which is a, a criticism of the story in other films as well, uh, in the uh, David Lynch one, that it's very difficult to follow. But basically, Oscar Isaac knows that being given this is a poison chalice. Uh, he knows that the people that did have control of the planet are the most powerful of these houses and power structures who have made for 80 years an unimaginable fortune and have amassed an enormous power and they tend to be on the fascist side of things. His people are a lot more sort of benign uh, and he seeks to make treaties with the incumbent living population of the planet and be a fairer, juster boss. And he believes that basically the emperor of everything has sent him there to take over because he wants to instigate war between these two houses and that he's seeing through a lot of it. And honestly, I thought they could have presented it a lot more easily to digest uh, in the opening sort of 15 minutes, because it was a bit of a chore to actually follow. Timothy Chamelet uh, from Call Me By Your Name, who I had very big reservations about this, um, he's the son of Oscar Isaac, and he's the incumbent heir of his throne, but he's also the son of... Uh, Rebecca Ferguson's character and Rebecca Ferguson's character is linked to outside of these power structures is Bene Gesserit which is like this um, it's like a society of nuns but ha who have supernatural powers and pull all of the strings in the background politically but actually have supernatural powers she's one of them and she was only supposed to give birth to daughters as all of them do uh, as they, these people inherit these supernatural powers. But she gave birth to a son who's Timothy Chamelet, so he's the heir to both of these thrones. Uh, when they get there, they do find out that it's all a big con job, and the massively powerful power structure that was in control of the planet says, nah, and comes straight back in and takes things over. And the long-form story is how Timothy Chamelet comes to accept his divine status and joins as a you know a civil rights warrior with uh, the local population on this planet and it spans this great 
epic story. Now, everyone is raving about this film. Almost everyone is. I have to say that this is the biggest disappointment of a movie I've seen since, ironically, Tenet. Uh, and in many similar ways. For a start, it is an incredibly flat and boring film. Um, this is the most Emperor's New Clothes movie in the modern era, apart from uh, The Five Bloods, which was just objectively terrible and got amazing reviews. Um, the How people are sitting there and saying that this is actually great, it isn't on virtually any level. It's very, very boring and still, and quite wooden and quite stagey. Um, it hides a lot of the best things about it to a degree. So there's some good characters in there. Josh Brolin is good. Oscar Isaac's good. Stellan Skarsgård's superb as the really scary uh, Vladimir Harkonnen from the evil house, the evil power structure. David Bautista. Um, these people are. It's it's so. It moves regularly from environment to environment to the extent that none of the characters define themselves so even when people are interesting they're not in it enough and then they disappear um so that is a problem the only one that does is i really really rate rebecca ferguson she's in it as a co-star all the way through and ever since i saw her in um the shining reboot doctor sleep which i've now got a lot more time for the second time around i thought it was actually a lot better she was magnificent in that and she's really good here um she should have been given more power in this film i feel um she was a real standout i thought timothy chamelay as with a lot of the marvel films they seem to be casting actors that are trendy with the youth that don't have anywhere near the charisma of people like robert downey jr or chris hemsworth or scarlett johansson but i didn't have a problem with his role i thought he was lack the gravity i don't really think that he did um i just think the writing was so flat his character ended up being a little bit dull um, I don't know why Zendaya is listed as a co-star. It is ridiculous. It almost screams that they're trying to appeal to a certain demographic. She's the one from the Spider-Man film. She's obviously very trendy with a certain demographic. She is virtually not in this film. She speaks a few lines at the end. And there's this cringing image that he carries with him throughout, which is that she's walking along a desert and looks furtively over her shoulder. I kept laughing. That's all she does the whole film. Look furtively over her shoulder. In a desert dune environment. And I kept thinking Cadbury's milk tray advert. And I was laughing. Um, there are an, a number of... I don't think this film gets virtually anything right. The looks are often spectacular. Particularly of the spaceships. But then again. I felt like the iconography of the desert was pretty old hat i thought the dunes and everything was it was it was just like lots of other bernardo bertolucci's under the sheltering sky it's been done a million times i didn't think he brought much to the table a lot of the cinematography is very big spaceships landing very slowly which isn't that interesting i didn't think the battle scenes were well shot i thought they were pretty bad muddied not that exciting what little there is action in that um, so it was, I don't think the cinema, I will get a nod for a best cinematography Oscar, but I don't think it deserves it. I think it's intermittently spectacular and vast looking. And, um, I think in other times it's, it's actually really ordinary looking. And I, I don't think the shooting of a lot of the 
faster sequences is that memorable. The sound from Hans Zimmer, Hans Zimmer is like the um, uh, canary in the gold mine for me. If he does a brilliant soundtrack, the film's always brilliant. If he does a dud one, it's always a dud. He soundtrack to uh, Blade Runner 2049, that sort of post-Daft Punk Tron soundtrack was excellent. Here, it's a grating annoyance. It's so bombastically loud. It fills out every space, and it really got on my nerves. Uh, and again, it wasn't interesting. Um, I also think that the one of the biggest problems that they had here is the choice of two films. Everyone said, of course it's two films. It's too big a story. There's more than half this film is downtime. They had plenty of time to tell the whole story in one film. And the biggest problem with this is, is that I felt it was boring in the first act, boring in the second act, but hey, with all this money on the table, at least we're going to get an absolute wow third act. In fact, the third act tapers out to nothing. It is by far the dullest act, and I found myself really struggling to get through the third act. I was bored out of my mind. Virtually nothing happens it sort of reaches a high point with the, the attack on the planet in the midsection and then tapers off to nothing. There's nothing to recommend here. It's not that smart. It's just it's just a complex environment. One of the another big problem this has, and it's not the fault of Frank Herbert, but his book has become so influential that everything here feels old hat, the story-wise. Have you ever seen a science fiction film about a messianic young man who doesn't know his destiny that comes on to fight the evil galactic empire? There's virtually everything in here has been done to death in so many films that it's hard to present it as new. Zendaya is just barely in it and she crops up at the end. The best characters like Brolin and Bautista and just drop off and Oscar Isaac they just drop off and we're left with even less interesting characters I did find the whole Middle Eastern thing the fact that they portray the local uh, indigenous peoples of the planet very much as uh, Middle Eastern people I found that a bit weird this in the original book they were Arabic uh, or based on Arabic people uh, here it's got that white saviour vibe thing about how he's going to come and lead... lead. <laughs> he's Lawrence of Arabia, basically. He's Lawrence of Arabia. That's what this book is. Um, they, 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 see, they adhere too close to being Middle Eastern people. Um, I found that a bit odd. Um, I didn't find the new characters that came in as the movie progressed to be as interesting as ones that started the film and then disappeared. And to, to, to be so dull over two acts and then not offer a wow finish where everything's going crazy and say come back for round two. I mean, we know what's going to happen in round two because we've seen this story of, you know, how he's going to end up leading the indigenous peoples to victory in battle over the evil galactic empire. We've seen it so many times. It's I'm not enthralled at all. So this is the emperor's new clothes of the modern era. Uh, I think it's Denis, Vill Denis Villeneuve's worst film that I've seen and I don't think that it has got any element right closest would be cinematography but the music is annoying and bad um, it's very flat in tone it's dull it, it has plenty of story it decides not to even include in the film just so it can make a second movie and it leaves you really disappointed I was very disappointed so I'm going to give June the biggest disappointment of a film I've seen since Tenet last year, a three 
6.5 out of 10. What a load of rubbish. This is Saint-Etienne from their wonderful I've Been Trying to Tell You and Pen Penlop 